Hello and welcome back to Black Couch Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We're here to discuss another episode of Will Trent. This is number seven, entitled Unable to Locate, written by Henry Hank Jones and directed by Patricia Cardoso. I thought this was a good episode. I gave it an 8.6 out of 10. I think that It certainly focused on the emotional connection between the characters. And I really enjoyed that. We finally got a little bit more layers to the the backstory of Angie and Will. I certainly think this episode was needed in the second or third. And I certainly still vehemently disagree with the first two back and forth the way in which they handled their relationship initially i think if they wanted to create any type of drama they did so rather rapidly and didn't allow for us to delve into or appreciate the relationship before you gave it pitfalls but this was a a well-conceived episode explaining the relationship between the two. I think throwing a number out there, someone you've known for 25 years, that gives you a whole different context. I mean, I think we knew from the time that they were children, but you know, having it reiterated out loud, certainly, um, reinforces it particularly when you're doing flashbacks and I don't know how they did the voices I don't I'm still do they just really find two kids that sound just like the adult versions of the actors if so kudos or if they used a voice type of voiceover as they were speaking kudos to that too but I like the consistency in the through line because it did connect the fact that those two actors look like the present day characters. It was believable. And then I really like the fact that Faith and Amanda are this new family to Will and he, he has an appreciation for them that he may have undervalued. Particularly when you get the the beginning of the episode juxtaposed to how it ended with them intruding upon his home, literally. <laughs> and that's how they have done in his life. They're family. They're not just co-workers. Before we jump into the episode, wherever you listen to this podcast, Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there as well. Like, share, subscribe. Did I already say that? And if you want to send feedback for the next episode, blackercouch at gmail.com, or you can drop a comment below. So as stated, we start at Will's home and Betty, who had quite the cameo in this episode, it's, I'm glad to see her as a character. Uh, she brings Will the pregnancy test. <laughs> instructions from the trash can betty you snitching snitching she really don't like like she's like uh i'm the number one queen bee in will's life 
Don't get it twisted. (laughs) My loyalty is to him and him first. But, you know, she had to throw shade on her. Like, look what she up to. Knowing all the tea. Just trying to stay warm, too, and cozy. Because, you know, Betty is bougie as hell. Amanda shows up to advise there was a robbery of assault rifles likely committed by a neo-nazi wannabe group called the confederate front people still can still up for the confederacy it's just weird (laughs) it just is that's like saying oh man i stand for the roman empire it's like why would you stand for a dead (laughs) even though even though one would argue, well, there's, there's, there, but that's more an insidious and a power thing. Trust me, green would change their mind over the color of thy skin. Do not at all get that twisted. Amanda ain't stutting, calling him with a heads up or to request or honoring the request to take her shoes off. Looking absolutely beautified with that coat on. There's another knock on his door. His partner's coming for you. (laughs) He said, oh, hell no. We are not here yet. She said, look, I just do what I'm told. Like any black child in a household when it comes to, it's just like, why? sometimes you just, you don't. She do be having her up at all hours. (laughs) I loved her beanie though. I loved it a lot. And, uh, She wants some coffee. He said, it's in the kitchen. It's single, sir. (laughs) Meaning only for me. I thought it was hysterical. The look she gave him when she found that pregnancy test paper on the counter. She read the rage just ready to implode. Like, God damn, y'all up in every nook and cranny of my business. They go to the shipping container, uh, not warehouse, dock, maybe? Is that what you call that? Babs, she said, I got a pole dancing class (laughs) to get to. Will realizes that the containers have had their numbers altered to manufacture a waybill for the container they want to steal, meaning it was an inside job. Was it just me or did anyone else start looking at Tuck? That motherfucker guilty. He was in charge of the UTLs, but alas, once again, they did a, a small swerve. <laughs> They're not doing the the criminal minds, uh, law and order. You know, if you watch enough of those shows, you do realize that they have a tendency to follow a certain pattern. And while this show does in a way, but not quite the same, like they, they, they don't use that pattern, right? They'll put two or three people out there, but not even that. Like in this episode, they really were. You were only as far ahead in the case as the detectives were. So I appreciate that as someone who watches a lot of <laughs> this genre. 
in the graveyard they find a severed arm was he uh, i guess he was under the shipping container i thought he was uh <laughs> i thought they someone chopped off his arm i clearly was missing the rest of the body what babs at a loss of what could possibly be going on under her nose as she has other aspirations The dead man is identified as Jed, who also happened to be having an affair with Babs, which explains her emotional reaction to his death. She didn't want to air her dirty laundry as she didn't want her husband or HR to find out. But now, since she looks like the number one suspect, she has no problem throwing Craig under the bus to save her own ass. But she sure shit didn't do the right thing by staying silent about his allegiance in the light in light of stolen cargo and it being an inside job and him being connected to a violent racist organization i would think all of those things trump the fact that my husband might find out that i had an affair and yeah i might need to get another another job but hey you know what you want to do in your next career choice get out there shake those saggy titties turns out that jed instead of being a conspirator was likely collateral damage after you know one of his late night booty calls with the boss stumbling upon craig and his dealings amanda knows something is in the works and encourages trent to hone in on the confederate front faster don't be a bitch amanda is a very demanding boss but will is distracted by the possibility of becoming a father and is happy to hear that angie may be pregnant now before we get into that let's go ahead and discuss the flashbacks in full for the most part i didn't go all the way deeply into them (laughs) because while they were informative they started off with the most awkward soundtrack they played my boo by ghost town and where my girl's at by 702 which is just very disproportionate for the serious situation we come upon which is trent stealing the foster parents car so that he can take angie to get an abortion after being raped by her foster dad she points out the stigmatism when it comes to ke- accusing those in authority of rape and when you're considered a troubled child uh, or even just being a, f- a female <laughs> you know what were you wearing how it somehow comes down to you and we find out will actually got cut up on his neck because he was put through a glass due to trying to report someone for their incorrect behavior which explains why both of them became cops right they wanted to be the ones in the position of authority that listen to those in need and be there to actually help i think that's very informative and as stated previously would have worked better in the second or third episode what we really got in these flashbacks is an emphasis on the closeness of their relationship but particularly how 
Angie views herself in the shadow of Will Trent. And that is very important to know as it does inform why she is so wishy-washy. <laughs> I don't know what other way to say it currently. But when he goes and wants to talk to her about it, rather glowing, <laughs> this is when we get kind of an argument between them because she fairly points out look i'm 30 62 days sober all right the stress of a pregnancy even really having a relationship at this time is a worrisome you know factor that i have to take into account not to mention this likely ain't bringing back good memories due to the last time that she was pregnant preggers so she turns mean and tells him he may not be even be the baby daddy and he's just like you hurt my feelings and you're always using me as a punching bag and while that is very true he certainly can see through well i think he was a little because he's a little he's insecure in his relationship with her and that's exactly how she continues to act to put him in that position of feeling that way and so it becomes two traumas well one because he says you're not the only one that had to pull themselves out of a hole which is very true it's someone who has moved past their trauma and someone who hasn't quite gotten past their trauma their trauma actually is what motivates them in a lot of ways i think ultimately as she stated they have been in a 25 year relationship trying to figure out how to stay committed to each other and it is sitting around his love for her and vice versa but she simply does not feel good enough for him which then makes him insecure about the fact that she will stay with him when faith and will get to the truck stop things get drunk and violent real quick with faith going after taki and will after craig except he brought way more friends and finds himself in a fight and outnumbered so he's in flight very quickly before hiding in a truck bed and passing out from his head injury Amanda hears her baby boy is missing and possibly her and sends the entire GBI out to find his ass, but also knows that if the CF are attacking agents, then her instincts are correct and puts Faith in charge of tracking down what that is. Can you handle it? Will eventually wakes in the AM in the back of the truck steel that has now been transported to a warehouse. Luckily, Faith is on the trail because she was not playing games and wanted to know where her partner is going in on Tuck. Was it Tuck? It might have been Tick, Tuck, Tock, Tick. 
Taki. <laughs> Going in on Taki, who eventually admits Craig beat Jed to death when they were busted. He didn't know he was no neo-Nazi and he sure as shit was only doing it for money, not hate crimes. <laughs> I LOL'd when he, he being Trent really turned on his recorder. Like, boy, if you don't put that damn thing down. Faith goes to the warehouse and finds only one guy playing a video game that her son plays and demands to know where the other half of the weapons are. She says, you gonna tell me where them weapons are and you gonna tell me now. And now let me get in my truck because all them bitches are catching. I'm glad they showed others taking down folks like other agents because SWAT does that. Agents don't. I mean, sure, sometimes they might, but usually the ones jumping on motherfuckers yeah those are the lowers not the uppers (laughs) will seeing that these motherfuckers are about to commence their heinous crimes decides to try to stop them with his last move of taking one hostage and demanding all of them drop their weapons (laughs) but not before leaving angie a message that gave me diabetes but not in the west allen way and just as he is all out of moves, Faith shows up with her team in tow. And I love that she made sure the scene was secure before going to Will, keeping her gut up until everyone was in custody. Then everybody, like black and brown folks do, hide behind their sensitive feelings. <laughs> with Faith relieved then to be able to focus on Will, and will relieved to be saved because he could trust his team, aka Amanda and Faith, to be there for him because they care about him. And although he brushes the hellish day off, saying, Oh, this doesn't even come close to my top 10, and offhandedly compliments her capability without him, Faith can't help but give him an impetuous hug, demanding that he see a medic. They ask you how you are, you just have to that you're fine when you're not really fine but you just can't get into it because they would never understand amanda instead of hugging her son presents him with the bill of how much she spent looking for him <laughs> meaning this is how much i care with will also pretending he didn't take an l because you did take an l this episode my dude but it's okay for him to fall because he's got his family behind him there to catch him will once again is deflated as angie is not pregnant and relieved to not be whereas he was hopeful and hides his feelings uh hiding that tape to soon be discovered in some plot point in the future (laughs) and it's a a rather because i can't fault angie for not wanting to be pregnant quite just point blank period if you are not ready for a pregnancy it is not you cannot expect someone to just jump on board with that just because your your significant other wants it you know you you didn't plan for it uh it's not the right time she would have i think that she would have accepted it but that's you need to want it and if you're not even sure you really want it and you're you're relieved that that tells a lot you know and i think that's fair i think that's um reasonable but i also know that trent is in a place where he wants to nest (laughs) and 
unfortunately the person he wants to nest with more than anyone else is not getting in the damn in the damn tree with him and it's it's a point of frustration certainly between the two of them friction but at least i have a better understanding of where it comes from where it stems from saying things and being able to see it i think in the past was far more effective then the sto- then the the uh the plot the story arc of the week with the rather generic bad guys i mean of course everyone hates nazis they make a really great villain uh <laughs> but i do and it's not even to say it's not relevant it just seems re- re- like the one like so, that some things like the chicken on the truck it's it's <laughs> it's a little there just to be there right but it was neither here nor there because really the focus was on the characters this week more so than the cases they were working which leads us to angie and michael's case roland wayner got jacked for his pair of sneakers at a store leaving him with several gunshots and his death it's clear that michael is intimately known to the owner of the sneaker place who has a name for them to go after named pumpkin not pumpkin pumpkin saying they are guilty as michael and michael owes them a favor however another witness points out the unusual shoes of the shooter considering the occasion which gets angie to start looking into that possible lead while michael is fixated on pumpkin who they bring in and although he denies being there there's no concrete evidence there's no motive he's ready to send them to jail based on the owner's testimony only as an eyewitness luckily eyewitness testimony is getting more and more thrown out because people are notoriously unreliable particularly during the span of time in which eyewitness uh, testimony you know can become corrupted you know every time now that we're getting more scientific research on memory every time you recall something you are manifesting parts and pieces of a story that you are inserting there that's incorrect like you're automatically recalling a false memory um so it's it's horrible that we're and we have been sending people to jail based on simply one eyewitness testimony that simply put can change or be flawed in itself you need something more than that i'm not saying it's completely useless and you know it's not the same as a victim identifying their perpetrator right we're talking about eyewitness testimony people who think they saw something and they come forward but it's, it's simply just unreliable it's not something that should be in in uh hold, held up in court to send people to jail for a really long time or death andrew rightfully thinks to follow up on the sneaker evidence 
And on the fact that the owner rigs the raffles to make sure she hooks up her people first, but he dismisses her. While he is empathetic to her moodiness due to the missing Trent, he blows up at her after she presents credible evidence for who killed Roland, seeing as the other witness saw shoes that match prisoner apparel and a guy had beef with him in prison certainly is worth talking to than this other guy who still has absolutely no motive whatsoever to have murdered <laughs> the victim. Angie confronts confronts Michael about his obvious corruption under the blackmail or favor of the owner and he throws a mug. And I'm not sure why his captain didn't come back out like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Despite the argument and because Angie is used to abusively emotional abusive emotional outbursts which i'm not seeing as being in michael's favor as a person he does help angie catch the suspect billy and isn't angry when she is proven to be correct about him seeing as the weapon is found on i don't even know why he needed to confess it's like sir but i suppose that is better than having to have the state (laughs) you know he enters a plea he gets his time billy confesses that he killed him because he testified uh the the other guy to get early released from prison but billy got released on a pill so (laughs) that didn't work out too great for him he congrats her on being right but mostly being a detective he didn't even try and we know why and he finally divulges why that is i i feel once again off put by the fact that she angie had to offer the olive branch saying oh i didn't mean to make you embarrassed in front of the captain and oh you know thanks for checking on me he should have been the one offering that olive branch but eventually he opens up about the fact that yes i am doing favors for someone based on an incident in which he beat up a man who kicked him in the groin thinking it was fair play but when he played the tape back he's like oh maybe i lost my cool both act like this is not unethical at all but when you put it like we got issues minus drugs i can see why angie would not have a problem with that (laughs) she's like look i can't judge i'm judging a little i'm not gonna lie he also is dealing not with anger but ptsd uh, it does cause him to get a little emotional and that fits actually with a lot of the characterization we've seen thus far you know agitation irritability hostility hypervigilance self-destructive behavior we know he had a drinking problem social isolation doesn't look like a lot of people like him uh i want them to do something with that i don't want that to be a crutch or a reason why and it simply be around and they don't actually delve into it i appreciate knowing now but we need to see him actually doing the work and that it's under control because when he assured angie my detector test determined that was a lie so yeah i thought that the the investigations were were run-of-the-mill but the character work certainly which was needed was brought home better 
It looks like we have one more episode to go, but I'm not quite sure because it doesn't say how many episodes was ordered for the season. But I will keep an eye out. Hopefully eight is not the last, but it has been a really good season. It looks like it's gotten a B minus as far as ratings go thus far. So people do like the show. I think it has that 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 thing you like. <laughs> you can't really describe some things, but this is that show that has it. We do have feedback, so let's hop into the mailbag. What up, Cena Jimmy? This is feedback for Will Trent, episode 7 of season 1. Um, it's raining outside, and it's raining pretty hard. And I'm in my car, so if you hear the rain, my bad. Um, I've been meaning to send feedback for a lot of things for a long time, and I told myself I was going to do it before I got home. So I'm sending this. I watched this yesterday, so... I didn't write any notes, but hopefully my memory isn't that bad. It hasn't even been 24 hours since I watched it, so here we go. Um, this episode, Betty finds uh, instructions to a pregnancy test in the trash can of Will's house and, of course, it's Angie's. Um, and then um, that was something I definitely didn't think, uh, I, I felt like... Angie would have been responsible enough to be on some type of birth control, but, you know, shit happens, and she is 62 days sober, so she probably has a lot of things flowing through her mind. Um, I have never been an alcoholic nor um, a drug addict, so I can't imagine trying to function in life and going through recovery, so I'm not going to judge her on that, um, but she thought she was pregnant. And uh, she was like, it, I don't even know what you care for. It's probably not even yours. Um, I knew she was lying, but she seems like the type that just lashes out whenever she's angry. Um, but we did get the little flashback between Will and, um, why am I drawing a blank her name? Angie. <laughs> uh, from when they were, it looked like teenagers. So... Are we to assume that Angie has was in uh, like trying to get adopted, or she was in a foster house before she was in the group home? Is that what we're supposed to understand? Um, and the foster, her foster father, went into her room while she was sleeping, or like when everybody was sleeping, and raped her, um, and then she got pregnant. Um, did it happen multiple times? I'm not sure. I don't quite understand if she was in that foster home, how she ended up with Will. Was, did she run away? I could see that happening. I don't know the protocol for foster kids, but um, the kind of situation, home life she had, might have been why that sick piece of crap wanted her as an adopted child um, because of the situation with her, like, 
history and them knowing that um, she was, or I guess he knowing she was easy prey, um, I could see that happening. Like Will says, like Will told Angie, you know, that's not the first time he did that, and, and I refuse to believe it. Um, just, you know, creeping into someone's house or in their room like a foster child, like that's uh, behavior that you seem very comfortable with. Um, it's just, I don't know statistically, like I don't know the actual statistical numbers, but I do know that um, children in like that were sexually abused or molested when they were very young have a high rate of it happening again when they're older. Um, probably just from the, the home situation life that they have. A lot of them end up, like, I shouldn't say a lot, some of them are runaways, some of them are in foster care. You know, I think that just puts you in a position to where you're easy prey for people like that person that raped Angie and got her pregnant. Um, that story was very sad, but you know, I mean, things like that happen, and unfortunately, children in situations like what's going on with uh, Angie and Will, and they're, uh, you know, growing up, that, I mean, it happens, and, um, you know, her, like, her situation, her um, abusive nature with drugs and alcohol, you know, is probably a straight result from, you know, the trauma she had as a child. Um, you know, when she was supposed to be building a bond and, like, a relationship with a parental figure, she was being taken advantage of. And then her mom died, and it left her in not only with the, like, that childhood trauma, but it left her parentless. So... Um, and anybody that would pimp out their five-year-old clearly wasn't living a great life. So who knows who Angie's dad was? Um, who knows if he even knew she was alive? He could have been, you know, anybody. Um, we don't even know if she knows. I would assume she doesn't. Um, yeah. But then um, in the background, we get the story of that Confederate, what was it? CF, Confederate. I can't remember the F them or frankly who cares. Um, so she, uh, Aunt Amanda, calls in or she goes to Will's house um, and invites Faith there. Will is not happy about it. He is trying to understand how how this happened. Who who sent you? Why are you here? He straight up told Faith, "We're we're not the partners that just stop by each other's house. Like why are you here?" Um, you got any coffee? He was like, well, I have a single serving one because I wanted to, to enjoy it in solitude. He made it known, like, why are y'all here? <laughs> that scene had me cracking up because they was really just intruded in that man's face and didn't give two fucks. <laughs> it was funny. Um, the one thing I will say about this episode, and I, I'm not saying that it can't happen. I just, it just, find, I find it hard to believe that Taki knowing that you know they're investigating this you know what the heck is it called the ship the the 
shipment of guns being stolen. He's at this bar where these Confederate people are at, where he knows he sold them uh, guns, where he knows the old dude has been beat to death and he's dead. There's an investigation. And then instead of like, you know, maybe running away or trying to clear his name or um, trying to get ahead of it, he's out here, you know, at this bar just drinking and toasting the man that he knows who killed him. Like, I don't know. I feel like, I mean, people are stupid, so I guess so. But he could have easily been in there and been like, you know, I caught him stealing stuff. Y'all would have had to straight up prove to me that I did it. I would have blamed everybody but me and been like, you know, I didn't want to say anything because I'm not a snitch. But I didn't realize old dude was dead. He must have killed him because... They, he didn't want to share profits. I would have, I would have spent everything and told all the tea that was a lie. Because what, like they found out the truth. What's the worst that happened? Go to jail. <laughs> you gonna go to jail anyway. <laughs> He's so dumb. Anyway, <laughs> um, and then these stupid ass country bumpkins. One dude look like he's in his seventies out here trying to square up with Will, who they know is a, is a like is Georgia Bureau Investigations. I don't know the hierarchy. Like, I know it's still a state, but if there's police officers and a detective and then you have a Georgia Bureau of Investigations, that state level would, would be, to me, it's like a state trooper, which is different. Like, it has higher ranking than a police officer. Y'all just going to square with them and kill them? Y'all going to beat them up and just leave them there? Like, none of this made sense. Like, why are y'all trying to fight him? Like, and why y'all out here talking loud as hell about something in Jackson and y'all know goddamn well there's police officers in the buildings. Like, it's a murder and it's a, a bunch of guns that came out missing. Y'all, all of y'all are stupid. That whole thing that led him into the bed of the truck. Like, I know Will is really smart and he, like, can put shit together. But, dude, why you get in, why you get in the bed of the truck? Like, why didn't you try and go back inside where your partner was? I I just feel like, like, he had a concussion. He clearly didn't realize it because he got in the bed and then he, like, realized he was bleeding. And then he promptly passed out um, for, like, looked like a whole 12 hours. And um, then he decided he was going to try and stick up all of those Aryan Nation dudes. I know they don't call themselves that anymore, but whatever the fuck. The racist fucks the white nationalist um with the gun that's not loaded he's lucky faith was on top of shit and got things done um i like the storyline i like that i just the circumstances that ended that got will where he was like the whole like ganging them trying to fight him like that just seems real stupid y'all are dumb didn't y'all i know y'all saw him walk in with a whole ass another partner that's gonna notice if he come up missing or if you beat him to death like what the fuck but like angie said i guess if y'all willing to you know attack a, a, a federal agent y'all out here wilding so clearly they were all just stupid um, the whole Angie storyline, just, I, I thought it was cool to see, you know, Mike with his, like, short temper being angry and shit, and I'm mad he literally threw a cup 
at a wall at work and everybody just went about their business no they, nobody was like dude what the fuck is wrong with you or like you need to relax or you need something or you gonna clean that up like nobody said anything they just let him walk away like that and you know what i actually i i believe it because police officers are like if you look through um statistics the, a lot of them ha have a lot of domestic abuse charges so they probably do have a lot of anger issues um mike ain't no different um he was in the military though so i guess we're supposed to contribute that to him in his past trauma i'm not sure where they're going with that but um yeah that storyline the sneaker story and pumpkin like the way they kept saying pumpkin was annoying <laughs> it's like just call him pumpkin because y'all sound stupid <laughs> um what else oh and i just like i was listening to the podcast from last week um, when Prithenia was like, you know, she didn't believe the whole storyline with, um, Charles, you know, Space Baby Daddy. And that's one thing I've learned just in general, like traveling now that I do that with work, is the world is small. I can't even tell you how many times I've run into someone that knew someone that knew someone that I knew and I, now I'm in w Wisconsin which is a whole different state from where I'm, I'm at and I keep having it happen they say nursing is small <laughs> and maybe that's the case but like I've it's just it's bizarre how small the world is so I'm not like I will admit that it was convenient but I'm just saying that it's not unlikely that you know her baby daddy would happen to be in the center of this and they're all connected to Solaris. It could happen because connections and you know the like they say the the what is it the six degrees away thing should happen. Like it's it's bizarre how small the world can be um, when you when you think about the connections of people. You just never know. So anyway, I'll end it here. I don't. It might be something else that I'm that I was thinking about talking about, but I've already talked enough, so I'm gonna end it here. Till next time, love, peace, hair grease, the Black Girl Magic, Queen of the Couch, Mimi out. That was Queen Mimi with her thoughts on the episode. <laughs> Cracking my own self up. Uh, anyone called Confederate Front is the dumbass white supremacist that didn't make the official cut into the actual white supremacist movement. <laughs> that is effectively <laughs> as stated in law enforcement and government entities quietly uh, handling the racist agendas with things like laws and you know, the reversing of Wade versus Roe. Y you know, people who go around obviously just, hey, make sure you come after me. Th those are the ones that are going to be dumb as fucking hell. And no one should expect them to be anything other than dumb as fuck. I, you, know, you know, I'll be watching some of those um, on usually on because <laughs> they're always on Instagram. 
where you know you'll have someone go to a trump rally and they'll just talk to talk to them and it doesn't take i mean it, 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 no one rational is watching that going <laughs> these people <laughs> are living on another planet okay okay so i wasn't i wasn't expecting them to be operating with any type of force however i do agree with all of the plot holes which is why i gave the episode a lower score because uh the strongest case was angie's it was pretty clear-cut motive (laughs) clear-cut uh a chain of events made a whole lot of sense um but the the other storyline yeah i found it to be a little silly yeah and then once yeah that's really threw me off if your partner is literally like it don't take that long and she's going after one other person technically faith should have been back but if not i would have started to walk away or scream because not only in that well they said it wasn't now i'm not sure about that because she said that we're they're going to the truck stop because of the funeral and that's where all the guys get together but i i'm unclarified if that was the white if it was known to be a white supremacist hangout spot it could it could have been yeah i was his plausible deniability i wasn't believing that either like i was just in it for the money but you may have suspected what they was trying to do you may have suspected and he was like that's not my problem i don't care about that which is rather sad <laughs> rather sad how one will turn on their own for the green like i said that should be that i believe it was for for the green but i don't believe that he believed yeah i, I believe that i can believe that because green trumps all colors <laughs> just does but great feedback as always if you want to join in the conversation blackercouch at gmail.com you can leave a comment below as well until next time peace hair grease and blacker magic real hard with it.